0: hi welcome to dear nikki my name is nikki and if you've been here before welcome back <laughs> and if you're new to the show this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself you never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that coworker, you know the one. He just spent the weekend with two escorts, not having that kind of fun, but definitely getting plugged, flogged, and had to suck some cock. I could be reading from the woman down the street. She spent the weekend being a human platter. Of sushi all over her but the thing is the participants couldn't use their hands to eat the sushi i could be reading from your best friend you know the one they sit there on chatterbait pleasuring themselves to transsexual and they have a date set up with one of them and if you have any erotic fantasies, confessions, or even if it's just you want to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession story or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names and other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Okay, I have a question. When you go to a professional, and I'm talking dentist, doctor, lawyer, if you have to go there too. Do you have one that just brings something out in you? I do. I, I actually have two that do um, for various reasons, but I'm talking about, you know, when we talk about here, um, he fits one of my rules. So, or, you know, I should say I'm uh, not my rule. You know, he's younger. So it's more of a light banter for me, but it doesn't matter how crappy I feel. And I have to go in to have a visit or a checkup with this this particular doctor. It's you know the, ten, the There's no sexual tension there, but there's there's there is underlying flirting. I you know on both parts, but definitely gets the motor running. If it wasn't for the whole younger part, and I don't know how much younger, but it's younger enough for me. And no. So I digress. So today I get to go flirt um, for a while, which I'm looking forward to. And I always tease him because there was one visit. I went in and he had a black eye. And I said, "Ooh, getting in bar fights with monkeys aren't a good idea. I hope you learned your lesson. And he was telling me how he was in a softball game and it took a wrong bounce and hit him in the eye and so ever since then, you know, when I go in, you know how they bring in uh, students, correct? You know, um, I always say, hey, have, has he told you about the story about how he lost a fight to a monkey in a bar? So that's how I flirt, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly how I flirt if I'm into you. Just saying I pick something and run with it. But I, I do enjoy a good conversation with him. I'm not going to doubt that. He, he ticks all my other boxes, shall we say. So when you do come home from said appointment, do you relieve yourself? Do you let the sexual tension build up? I don't think I could ever cross that line because he's an amazing doctor and he's an amazing doctor and those are like hairdressers or, you know, I can't believe I put a doctor in hair, hairdresser, but it's so true. Anything, when you find something really, really, really good, yeah, you just, you don't mess with that. So I digress. It's going to have to stay with light flirting and banter. So there we go. What about you? Have you ever made a move on your doctor, your dentist, your anything you go see? That I would like to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, relax let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries of course and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me hi nikki i've had different degrees of the same fantasy ever since my introduction to sex via coming across two teenagers having sex in the woods they're both so enthusiastically enjoying each other since that first experience I've had an overwhelming desire to watch my girlfriend's slash wife having sex with others while I watch. I can't even describe how much it turns me on or how much times I've masturbated to this. The times I've experienced it have been phenomenal. And now my secret sexual fantasy has progressed to wanting to be right underneath my wife while his thick cock pounds her doggy style. I want him to pull it out and put it in my mouth with their juices on it. Then I want them to make me suck the cum out of her when they're done fucking. I've never had an experience personally with another man and feel a bit terrified by it. Maybe it's better a fantasy than in real life, but if possible, I'd like to be the judge of that. Daniel. Hello, Daniel. So, sometimes as we all say here that some fantasies are left just there, just in our fantasy, just in out of our reach, just in where we, I don't know, maybe, but sometimes we'll never know unless we rip that band-aid off and try it. Experiences can be good. They can teach us lessons. They can teach us anything. And from personal experience, and I know we've all had this, if it's something you really want and it's something that you think you might regret later in life and of course if it's consensual and not going to hurt anybody else yada 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 i say go for it but that's me that's how i am i don't like to live without regrets i'd rather have the lesson good or bad because just because i don't want to live with regrets not saying that i've done some horrible things but you know I've recently done some things that I'm glad I have. I've recently done some things I wish I wouldn't have, but isn't that life? Isn't that what we call living? So Daniel, I say, go for it. I say, take the plunge in a safe and consensual way, of course, but I know you will. What's the, what what, would it hurt? You don't have to start it close to home. I know that's where your fantasy lies, but you can also find a way safely and anonymously to do it somewhere else. A quick weekend jaunt somewhere do a, a social gathering somewhere that you may never run into somebody else again and just do it. Rip that band aid off. Even if it's only just watching and reliving that fantasy that you had or saw when you were a teenager, that's what I would do, but that's me. Now, Daniel, I hope you write back and let us know what you did. Cause I know I really want to know. Dear Nikki, I recently started listening to the podcast and felt like I can finally share the story that no one else knows. A little background. I was married at 18 to a woman that I had dated off and on since 7th grade. 7 years into marriage, she left me for someone else. I was lost and didn't know what to do. So I started living the life I gave up in my early 20s. I went out on a couple dates and tried online dating for the first time. I met a girl, let's call her Jane. We dated off and on for 6 months. We had made plans for me to go on vacation with her family. I paid for my lodging and tickets to the events. A week before the vacation, she broke things off and threatened to have her stepdad beat me up if I showed up at the events. I was scared, but I didn't think it was right to have a paid the amount I did and not go since I couldn't get my money back. I went and spent the day in the park, looking over my shoulder the entire time, waiting to get jumped. Later in the day, my favorite band was playing and I knew I couldn't skip it. I walked into the arena of the concert. There were very few seats left, so I picked one close to the stage. As the band was warming up, I looked over and a row behind me was the ex and her parents. I panicked and asked the girl next to me to please excuse me. She grabbed my arm and asked me where I was going. I explained the situation to her and she smiled and said, I'll be your girlfriend for the night. I was tempted to leave, but again, it was my favorite band. I smiled and said okay. I was mesmerized by her perfect ass and nice breast and her olive complexion. We held hands, sang along to some of the songs. At one point, she looked behind us and saw Jane looking. She laughs and stands on her toes to plant a kiss on my lips. I found myself kissing back. After the concert, we began to make our way out, and she said she wouldn't feel comfortable letting me walk to my car. In case something happened, she'd feel responsible. At first, I resisted, saying I could take care of myself. She insisted we walk to the cars. We talked as we walked, and I leaned over as we got to the car and kissed her one more time. She slipped her tongue in my mouth this time. I could feel myself getting turned on. She asked me if I was staying local. I replied yes. She asked if she could come by and talk a little more, because she was enjoying the night. I missed the signal there, but I said yes. We got back to the hotel and I talked for a bit. It wasn't long before we started making out. I got hard and she smiled and said, Someone's excited. The next thing I know, she's pulling out my cock and starts sucking and playing with my balls. I almost blew my load. I made her stop and grabbed her, pulled her onto my face. I let her ride my face until she got my beard soaking wet. I thought that was as far as it would go since I didn't have any protection with me. But without a word, she climbed on my cock. I'll never forget her face as long as I live. She took my whole cock in her tight, tight pussy. The next ten minutes are a blur as we continue to fuck each other with me eventually switching and riding her. I stopped just before I went and pulled out, but she wrapped her legs around me and pulled me deeper into her. She screamed as we both went at the same time. I lay down next to her, and that's when she tells me that I'm the first guy to ever make her come before. We talk for a little while longer, and I pass out. I woke up a few hours later, and she was gone. I never got her name, and I'll never see her again. I often wonder what happened to her, but I'll be sure to never forget that one night as long as I live. Andrew. Well... Hello, Andrew, there's nothing like a nice, good fuck, especially anonymous fuck. It's been a while since I've had one, but I I do say they do play a role in life. Not that I ever habitually looked for anonymous sex. I can see the high in it. I can see the, the sexiness of it. Um, but I guess even you can have a conversation in my head. I'm trying to figure out how would it go to where I would, it would turn me on where I definitely would seek it. No rules. Just even if it's just anonymous names like Ben and Sarah and anything else or Sarah and, and Tanisha or John and Mark or Bill and you know, any other name, right? Or real Sarah and Sam. There's something about the anonymity, even though this has started out as a revenge, be my girlfriend type of thing. You never know when you're going to meet someone. You never what, know what circumstances you'll meet someone that could be a forever or even just a very good forever memory even if it is just in a spank bank, right? So who do we have in our spank bank that's anonymous that we wish we could go back and maybe have a second time with? I don't know if I have one, but I will admit I'm slightly envious of those of you who do. Dear Nikki, my wife and I are both in our forties and on our second marriage we decided early on prior to marriage that we wanted to swing with other people in our new life together. We put up a profile on a popular swinging site and started chatting with other like-minded couples. We met one moderately experienced couple in our area that seemed like a good match. So we met them out for drinks one night. The chemistry was very good, even though they were straight couple, and my wife and I are more bicarious. After drinks, we decided to invite them back to our place for some fun. The night involved well. We were all naked within an hour and fully engaged in a full swap. It was the first time I watched my wife with another man, and I absolutely loved it. Not to mention having the pleasure of being with another sexy woman. Will was an interesting guy, somewhat buttoned up professional by day, but very fit and extremely hung as my wife found out that night. His wife, Erin, was a sexy personal trainer, also fit and very outgoing and open-minded. We all had great sex that night and agreed to meet again. The next morning, I asked my wife how her time with Will was. She smiled and said, That man can fuck. About a month later, we made plans to meet them once again on Saturday night. Unfortunately, the night before Aaron sent a note that our group chat, she wasn't feeling well. We understood and agreed to postpone, but she suggested instead that her husband will come solo to join us for some male female male My wife had mentioned at some point that one of her fantasies was to be with two men who were focused on her pleasure and were totally fine to loan us her husband for a night. We all agreed. The next day, we were so excited waiting for Will to come over. We assumed that Will was straight. This would be mostly the two of us trading her off. But my wife was interested to push the envelope just a little to see how naughty Will really was. My wife said that Will's wife had mentioned to her a few times in the girls' chats that Ron was very open-minded, so she assumed he might be open to buy play. But we would need to take it slow. I was willing to go along with whatever the night presented. The night arrived and Will showed up right on time. We proceeded to have drinks and chat. We then went to our leather sofa, my wife sitting between the two of us. They started making out. And then she goes back and forth kissing both of us. We get her on top and each of us guys were sucking a nipple, getting her hot. We slide her shorts off to her black lacy thong. I slide my hand into her panties and start massaging her clit and fingering her. She's getting very wet. Then the first sign appeared that our friend Will was indeed quite naughty. He puts his hand in her panties and touched my hand, caressing my hand and fingering her alongside my fingers. He was clearly not afraid of any male-male contact. I then slip my wife's thong off and start to lick her pussy. Will's making out with her and sucking her titties while reaching down to push my head between her pussy. He then slid down for a taste of my wife's pussy. Now we are face to face. He had her right leg back and his tongue on her clit. I had her left leg back and was licking her asshole. Our cheeks almost touch. For a second, I thought we were going to kiss. Meanwhile, my wife is in ecstasy. She had her first orgasm of the night. We moved up to kiss her after she came. After she caught her breath, she said, Boys, take me upstairs and fuck me. We proceeded to pick her up and carry her upstairs while I went to the kitchen to get a towel to clean up the wet spot on the sofa and gather our drinks. I met them upstairs in the bedroom. They were standing in front of the mirror and kissing on the wall. My wife is naked and Will had stripped her down to his boxer briefs. This was the first time I had a good look at Will's body. In our previous foursomes, I was fixated on his sexy wife and didn't really pay attention. He was very fit, with a nice chest, incredible muscular legs and ass. My wife dropped to her knees and began nibbling on her bulge in his underwear. I slowly undressed down to my undies and waited for the moment she exposed his cock. She pulled down the front of his underwear and took his semi-hard dick in her mouth. My wife motioned me over and pulled out my cock and stroked it while she worked his cock into her throat. She then directed us both to remove our underwear and then opened her mouth and asked for both our dicks. I'm about six to six and a half with a decent thickness and wheels about the same length, but his girth was impressive probably twice my size. Now I understood why my wife enjoyed him so much the first time, probably the thickest mushroom head I've ever seen. My wife then proceeded to get naughty. She rubbed our heads together. I lined our cocks against each other while sucking the tips. It was amazing. She took out some lube from the dresser and oiled up both of our dicks and stroked them together. All the time she was saying stuff like, you naughty boys like that. You like having your dicks together. We were both rock hard, and I was actually on the verge of coming. So I looked at Will and asked if he wanted to fuck her first, being our guest and all. He agreed, and my wife moved on to the bed on all fours with her sexy ass in the air. My wife asked for a little oral to get her wet while Will put his magnum on. She then suggested I rub some lube on his cock. I look at Will, and he gave me the go-ahead. So I grabbed the lube and dripped some onto his fat cock. I then massaged the oil up and down his shaft and head. He walked over to penetrate her, and I slapped his ass and told him to fuck that pussy hard. He fucked her doggy for a bit, and then we spit roasted her. Then he flipped her onto her back. I moved to a chair by the end of the bed to watch. It was the sexiest scene I've ever seen his muscular ass and legs driving his thick cock into my wife. His gigantic balls were swinging and smacking my wife's ass. I was enjoying myself watching my slutty wife get pounded. She came again while he was pounding her. She was in seventh heaven. After she came, he slowed down the pace. I climbed on the bed and cuddled her after the orgasm. Will asked if I wanted to help him come, and I said for sure. He said he loved to have his balls and ass massaged while he fucks. So I went behind and took his sack in my hand, tugging on his balls while he slid in and out of my wife's pussy. He started moaning and picking up the pace. I then reached up with a finger and massaged the rim of his asshole. This drove him wild. He started pumping harder and I eventually inserted my finger into his ass. He finally pulled out, ripped off his condom and exploded all over my wife's tits and neck and face "'with a massive load to cum. "'All of this turned my wife on so much "'she was close to coming again. "'So Will moved to the side "'and I put my hard cock in her. "'I reached down and licked the dollop of his cum "'off her nipple and kissed her. "'This drove her wild, "'so I started licking his cum off of her "'and kissing her, "'all while pounding her pussy. "'She let loose with her third orgasm, "'which was a doozy.' Her legs were shaking. I couldn't last another second, and I came hard in her pussy. We all collapsed in bed, sweaty, spent, but elated. We chilled and chatted for about ten minutes, enjoyed the rest of our drinks. My wife is usually satisfied with three orgasms, especially three intense ones. So she asked if we wanted to come again. Will said he needed about thirty minutes before he had to leave, and asked if he could save her a cream pie I gave her. I said sure, and asked if I could suck his cock. She knew I wanted to all along. He agreed, and my wife obliged. They got into the 69 position with her sitting on his face while facing me. I went between his legs and took his flaccid penis in my mouth. I started to suck him and felt his girth expand in my mouth. As he became hard, my wife was pushing back on the head, down his cock, commanding me to take it deep throat. I couldn't. Way too thick. She then instructed me to lick his balls while she was stroking him. I finally found a nice rhythm of up and down on his cock while pulling his ballsack. He erupted with a hot load into my mouth and I reached up and shared his seed with my wife in a long come kiss. Will got dressed, and the life and I put on underwear to walk him out. I front porch, he kissed my wife goodnight, and then he reached over, and we kissed goodnight. It's the first time I'd ever kissed a man on the lips, and it won't be the last. Fred. Well, hello, Fred. That's a sexy accomplishment, kissing a guy on the lips, especially on your front porch. I don't know how busy your neighborhood is, but... I think it'd be noticed in mine. Just saying. We all know me. This would be out. It's the neighbors. It's too close to home. Yada, yada, yada. We all know my story. Have you ever played with a neighbor? Was it good? Was it bad? Would you do it again? Would you play close to home, taking a chance of maybe not experiencing the best sex of your life or having a spank bank memory? You know me. Me. That's a yes. An absolutely yes. It's too close to home. It's something that I don't think I... Now, if I was getting ready to move or something, absolutely, I absolutely probably would because then they wouldn't be neighbors then, would they? So there's something about playing close to home. There's something about playing where we want. Taking that chance to seeing if they're interested in you, male or female, of the same sex. Playing on the dark side we have cookies come on let's experience some come let's see where this can take you i would try it i absolutely would but then again it is me i like good experiences either great and they teach us something or they're bad and they teach us something i do have fears like most of you but trying something like this no been there done that just saying Dear Nikki, my wife and I decided to go to the movies for our anniversary last year. It wasn't much of a selection to choose from, and we ended up watching something horrible. Luckily, we were the only two that were there that night. My wife wore a sexy, short, black skirt and a nice, dark, plunge-top blouse. It wasn't until a little bit after the movie started that I found out she wasn't wearing any panties. And... She had also brought a little pocket ring along. Well, we decided to sit in the very back of the theater, where it was the darkest, but also right next to the entrance. She started to give me a blowjob, the whole time I'm worried that someone would be walking in. After a few minutes, she stops and opens her purse and pulls out her toy and hands it to me, and then spreads her legs to show me that she wasn't wearing anything. I get the cue and start rubbing and fingering her pussy. Well, throughout the whole movie, we're taking turns playing with each other, finally not able to take it any longer. She gets on top of me still facing the movie screen and gives me a really wild ride. I had a very hard time not coming from this. Well, finally, when the movie's over and we leave the theater, she decides to give me a great flash of her ass while we're walking back to our car. Since it's only about 11 p.m., there are still people out and about. I'm sure someone had to have seen something. Well, then we decide to take a 10-minute drive out to this beautiful lake into the country. When we get there, luckily there's no one around. We both strip down naked, and I take her to the picnic table, lay her on top, so I could sit in front of her and have her as my dessert. After that, we went to the boat dock and it had sex doggy style. We were too far into it to know that just across the lake were people enjoying a campfire, and we were sure they could see a lot since there was a full moon out that night. When we get done doing our deed, this is when I point out the campfire to my wife. She just laughs and says, oh, well, there's no way there's going to know who we are. We gather our clothes and we head home from there, laughing and talking about everything we did all the way home. I sure can't wait for our anniversary this year. Andrew, Andrew, who says you have to wait for your anniversary? I, I, you know, I get it. I absolutely get it. Life, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, I'm not telling you guys to do this every Friday night by any means, but I do think you should keep the love the the sexiness going. Absolutely. Oh, and the love too, obviously. But why wait till a year to not do it missionary or whatever way you're doing it? Hopefully you're having a little sexier life than that, living out your ways, living out your things. You know what I'm saying? Right? Living out the way you want to. There's something about keeping that extra spark. But I also know having too much buttercream on your cake all the time doesn't help you appreciate when there's buttercream instead of the the other stuff, the whipped topping. Just saying. What would you do to keep the sex heightened in your sex life? What would you do to keep that connection there? Would you ante it up? Would you only do it once a year? Would you do it maybe... And why does it have to have a time? Okay, well, it's Tuesday on March the 15th and every 15th of the month. Don't do that. Don't, don't. I mean, you can, but let's, you know, play a little Russian roulette and keep trying, right? You never know when the spark's going to hit you. You never know when, oh, just the right moment. God, now I sound like a Viagra commercial. Maybe I should have tried to do a Viagra commercial. Not that they need any help, right? I think this is a perfect place to stop for the night. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget, and I don't know what I have here. Honestly, I don't. No announcements. Something hopefully big's coming. Um, Announcement after the beginning of the year. So keep that opened and on your books. Um... Another book's coming. I don't know when. I haven't had a release date sent to me yet. So I'll keep that posted to you. But uh, in other words, keep listening and you'll find out. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we go back and start watching TV? Let me stroke yourself as a stress relief from work today. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.